I'm just gonna call this phone number. Let's see what happens. Citizen service representative. Mm, that's what you're talking about. A representative from the city of Reno. I have two people ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> oh, and they have... Check out this cold music. Go Reno. Yeah. Reno City <laughs> Council. Fuck yeah. It's like a John Carpenter movie. <laughs> Yeah, this is like the preparing for infiltration montage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> laying out the guns, putting on the gloves. Yes. Gonna break in to something. Yeah. Or out of New York. Or it's... <laughs> Your line is one. One person. Dude, this music. Thanks for calling Reno Direct. Uh, hi. Uh, this might be a little strange, but I just have a couple general questions about, uh, well, first of all, do you have any idea what the hold music is? Because it was really good. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's, that's not, uh, that's not why I'm calling. Um, uh, th like I said, this might seem a little strange, but I'm calling because I was reading articles about Reno, Nevada, starting in around 2008 and going to 2014 that was all about kind of like a big push to change the city's, like, slogan. And I was wondering if because there was no follow-up articles about it if you guys just kept the slogan or if there's still talks about that. I'm just sort of curious. Oh, well, at one point they were talking about changing it to, like, Reno, a little west of center. And, like, it seemed like everybody hated that. But I, I'm sorry, I just got fascinated by these articles about the sort of, like, internal debate of uh, changing a city's slogan. Uh, do you know, do you know, mm-hmm, okay, so it was the visitor's authority dealing with that. Oh, so they were going to actually change the sign, but, the, but where are we at? So for now it's just, it's just remained, they didn't change anything? The biggest little city. Well, I, I, so there's no current, like, ongoing, okay, um, well, I, you know, I think Biggest Little City was better than West of Center, so I guess congratulations on, on keeping the classic. Uh, th thank you for your help. That answers my question. So if you couldn't tell from that call, <laughs> it was like the Reno Visitors Authority or something. I can't remember the exact name she that just said. That they were the ones meddling with this, okay. and it seems like nobody else cared. <laughs> She was like, she had such a casual attitude. She was like, yeah, I think I remember they were like talking about like they were going to build a new arch and change the font. <laughs> like, like that was an article we didn't get. That's new information is they were like, well, if we're keeping Biggest Little City, maybe we should update the arch. Oh, my God. Because um, I guess they have another arch that's not the original one on some different street. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. It was a little unclear, but she Sounds was like. like we got to go visit. She was like, because. Because, you know, the original arch is still over on Virginia Street, but they were talking about concepts of making it bold or changing the colors. Oh, man. I mean, I just want to... But wanna... they're not... There's no actual... Right now, that's... Right now, they're not... They're not uh... So they had years of discussions about this. Landed on do nothing. So, there you have it. She didn't... Yeah, she didn't know what the whole piece was either. I feel like she's probably never heard it.
Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season four, episode 30. This is, uh, you've been waiting for this one. Oh, I've been definitely we're waiting for this one. going our triumphant return to Rocket Town, uh-huh. uh, where we're going to use the rocket. We're going to have a lot of fun this week. Uh-huh. We're going to go to Science Place, and then we're going to go to Mysticism Place. It Was this in like the middle of a day? What's going on here? I, where are we at? Yeah, I think we're getting late in a day. I yeah, think that we're going like to end a day in an episode or two. Okay, so this and is... And then I think it's the last full day at the cabin. Right. Which uh, you were sick That's during. the day... Okay, I was sick on the last day? Man. Well, it was what I called day six. You called day five. Uh-huh. It was the last full day, and then there was like the day that we packed up and left. Okay, yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. That, it yeah. was all a while ago. So we're still on day to... five slash six, um, or four slash five. <laughs> But before we get started this week, there's w- I want to check in with Daniel K in the parallel universe one more time. You you're allowed to check in on Daniel K as many times as you like. Well, I just don't see the purpose. This really. is the scheduled time that we had um, set, and so I think maybe he, you know, but uh, look, it, it might just be more static. If it's more static, that's it. He's dead. I'll admit it. Yeah, it, but like I said, we can just get another one. I don't subscribe to that philosophy. This is the specific Daniel K. This is the one I care about. Okay, this is the okay, one yeah. we know. So let's, so let's, che- let's All right. check in with He's, him already. All right, let's 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 <laughs> do it. Here, here, here he comes. I'm tuning the, the channel. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, hi. Yeah, it looks like I'm finally, I'm finally broadcasting a signal. Awesome. Um, Jeff and Ryan, if you're out there, if you're getting this broadcast, I can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. I've got no way of knowing if you're actually getting any of this at all. Or even if you two are still alive. Or if anyone is still alive. I just don't know. I haven't seen anyone else. And it's been, I think, I think it's been at least a month now since the impact. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but for all I know, it, it, it could have been even two or three. It's really hard for me to say exactly how long it's been. Uh, right, right after the asteroid came down, there was this really crazy time of confusion for me. Uh, and then when I came to my senses, I was trapped in total darkness underground, underneath everything in this tiny little pocket, encased in all the rubble that the shockwave had rolled up over and around me, like I was in some horrible Swiss roll. And it took me, I think, days to climb up through the strata of debris, through just layer after layer of suburban wreckage, and through chunks of the society that I used to belong to, through fine particles of my neighbours and their pets. And then when I finally reached the surface, it was like something out of a nightmare. It's like a nightmare out here now. The sky is just a smothering black blanket of ash and rubble that was ejected up into the atmosphere, and night and day are indistinguishable. The only light in this world comes from the raging fires that spot the endless plain of refuse that I find myself lost on, and I have not seen a single other living soul since before the impact. So, 
Uh, yeah, let's get into the weather report, shall we? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've got no way of knowing if anyone's getting this at all. Um, all I have in my possession is this really shittily repaired broadcasting mic and the one or two bits of meteorological equipment that I was using when the asteroid hit. But I think just for the sake of my own sanity, I'm going to keep on reporting on the weather. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the temperature out here is currently uh, 49 degrees Celsius. And that is 120 degrees for all of you Fahrenheit people out there. And uh, any survivors who still retain feeling in their skin will have noticed that this unbearable torture oven temperature has actually come down a fair bit since the early days after the impact. So that's good. Uh, humidity is currently, oh, 100%. And that hasn't changed at all since the impact, yeah. Uh, frankly, I, I think this is probably the vaporized remains of the Indian Ocean that we're all breathing in now. Uh, you might be forgiven for thinking that this uh, humidity would make the temperature more bearable, but no, of course, the sulfurous brimstone ejected up from the Earth's obliterated mantle has reacted with water vapor in the atmosphere to make gently drifting clouds of sulfuric acid, which I can assure you are deeply, deeply unpleasant. Uh, visibility is pretty good today. It, it's a solid 100 metres in any direction before the uh, choking black clouds of smog swallow away even our ability to properly see the hell that we're living in now. And as far as precipitation goes, we've got a 40% chance of seeing at least some rain today. And it will be uh, fire, as usual. Yeah, a conflagration of burning gases and filth rolling down from the black sky. So, slap on a hat, maybe slip on some sunscreen if you still got any. That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, and yeah, if you see a warm orange glow in the darkness above you, remember to run away very quickly. Yeah. Now you're all filled in. Uh, this has kind of been fun for me. Yeah, it, it was really good to do something which reminds me of the before times. From back when the world wasn't a, uh, a constantly burning hellscape. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next report. Uh, in the meantime, um, I've decided to just start walking in the direction I think might be west. Back towards where the city of Perth used to be. Uh, if there's anything still standing there, yeah, I, I won't have gotten to it by the time of the next report. And who knows, maybe I'll just fall down a hole and die. Or maybe a bunch of fire will fall on me or something. So, um... Alright. Yep. I'll talk to you soon. Jeff and Ryan and anyone else who might be listening. Back to you in the studio, huh? Yeah, goodbye. Meteorology. We love you. Holy shit, he's alive. I was, yeah, I was going to say, wow. That was, you know, I'm kind of invested now, i got to admit. I oh don't think he'd God. be coming back. Yeah. Well, so he can't hear us now. I mean, we had a little bit of communication with him in that one episode a while back, but I'm thinking we got to check in well, yeah, of on course. the schedule I mean, times. we have a, you know, a radio to another dimension. Why not? Yeah, really? I, that's how I feel. Uh, All right. I just, I'm when so we happy started, he's alive. When we Daniel this K., out, the one that we care about, he's alive. I thought he was just a dude we were emailing. I did not realize 
I should have explained this way better. But uh, there is a Daniel K in our world. I am curious to see. You know, the, does he survive? We're gonna Do you find out. Take a bet, because I bet not. I bet yes. <laughs> okay. I believe in this guy. <laughs> We're gonna find out. With that, let's get going on this episode, mm-hmm. which I can't wait to do. Yeah, we're in the middle of our big materia hunt. This is like the final big materia. We just spent a bunch of time in Junon. Mm-hmm. We dealt with the submarines. We dealt with the submarines, and then we forgot to pick up the big materia. Right. So where we're at is like we're about to, we're on like the helipad of Junon, and we're about to leave. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Yeah, I can feel the difficulty curve steepening. Yeah, they put new enemies in these old areas. Yep. Disc two enemies. You getting hungry at all? I'm getting hungry. I don't want to just eat cake. We have corn dogs. Oh yeah. What else do we have? Just that? Eggs. Eggs, yeah. Sausage. Look at Oh my god! Dude! (laughs) Did you see that? That's amazing. I think that's Sid's limit break. He pulls out a stick of dynamite and lights the end of it with his cigarette and throws it at <laughs> tosses you. Tosses it like five feet in front of him. <laughs> this is the coolest Sid has ever been. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit. From the moment we were getting into Sid in the second one, I was like, oh, man, just wait. Like, he's so awesome and set. <laughs> he's legitimately just like, I didn't expect him to be. He's just so fucking badass in this. So at the top of the helipad in Junon, there's two guards who are talking to each other about <laughs> what the Shinra plan is, I guess. Not so fast. We have one major task. We still have to transport the stuff. The stuff? Yeah, I know the stuff. I know all about the stuff. The stuff is the huge materia? I think that's what they're saying, but they don't, but have, they it. don't have it. They don't know what's going on. Maybe they're talking about the stuff from that movie, The Stuff. I think that's what it is. I think they were like, we got the stuff. It's delicious. Everybody look up you the trailer ha- <laughs> for the movie, The Stuff, from the 80s. What did I want to do? Well, we were going to go to Rocket Town. So I should take the airship. Yeah, if you want to go to Rocket Town. Right. You can really do whatever you want. Well, I was just uh, wondering if maybe we wanted to explore the with the submarine. I do also want to do that. We don't still have the buggy, huh? It's out there somewhere, I think. It's not blinking on the map. Well, maybe not. So as I always do when I'm on the airship, I check in with the Jello mold. Yeah. Still can't land <laughs> I there. Mean, you just like it's like window shopping. You're waiting till you can like <laughs> afford the Jello mold. I'm so mad at this. I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> I I like it. I'm like, oh, there's still stuff that we can't get to. Well, give it to me now. I'm ready to be given it. Over here, past those mountains. We make it to Rocket Town with no incident. Shiver's serious about launching that piece of crap, but why not? This town is way too close to the base of this rocket, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Should we go talk to Shira? Yeah. So we go into like Sid and Shira's house to mm-hmm. look around. Shira! Shira! Hey, here's Sid's AK. <laughs> When is he going to bust that out? Nah, he likes spears. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then have a spear in his workshop. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Mm, spectacle. So we enter the screen with the rocket on it, and it's like steam is coming off of it, mm-hmm. you it's, know. It's been, like, activated. Yeah, you're going to want to stand back. 
They you haven't frozen it the way they're supposed yeah. to with the frozen ice all coming off of it, but it's close <laughs> enough. I don't know what you're talking you know, about. The liquid nitrogen it causes the condensation. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Whenever they launch a rocket and yeah, like, the flaky it's, it's, stuff falls that's off, that's right. It's, it's like ice, ice built the... up on the outside okay, of it yeah. from the well, liquid nitrogen. Well, they don't inside. have that. I think they've got like a steam or air compressor powered <laughs> rocket here. Yeah. Is something about to happen? Oh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> Uh, if this is anything like a real launch, there's going to be a couple of delays. Those terrorists are here! <laughs> They're everywhere, <laughs> goddammit! <laughs> oh, I didn't heal or save. Oh. Not great. Not fucking great. We summon Phoenix, which is always a great time. Mm -hmm. You know, you could stare into it like a visualizer for hours and hours. <laughs> that looks cool. Yeah, that looks really good. Psychedelic. Far out. Don't let them get any further. Everyone, attack! This second, without letting them save. God damn it. Fuck. Well, flying without a net. I mean, we'll be okay. What is this that they're doing to us? Grenades. Oh, that makes sense. Grenades are more of a shrapnel thing, though, than like a... In this game, they're like a um, mini storm cloud. <laughs> It blows up, like, in multiple places and multiple times. God, they love sending waves of dudes. Uh, you're not going anywhere. Uh, uh, nowhere. Just fighting our way up the rocket tower. Mm hmm You know how it is. God damn it! What the hell do they think they're gonna do with my rocket? Obviously, they're gonna launch it. I'm out of here, Cloud. I'm gonna kick those fucking Shindra right out of my fucking rocket. They have pieces of shit. The fucking cock sucking dick suckers, those fucks! <laughs> I thought I, I thought about that at one point, and then there was like a point where I was like, I I'm sure he took him out. <laughs> I think those potatoes went in the oven on day two. Yeah, they did. It's I was like gonna five say, days I've, later. I've been waiting for the discovery of the baked potatoes for a long because I yeah. remember putting them in, and then they just would never be done. And at a certain point, we had already eaten, and I forgot them. Somebody, I think, online at one point was like, "How long will it take to bake a potato? Only No Cap Podcast can know." And the like, answer is several days. Many, many days. The oven wasn't on the whole time. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> yeah, what would have happened to them if they just lived at 350? I think they would have just shriveled up and eventually just turned black. Yeah, yeah that's probably it. Yeah. Well. Maybe set on fire for a bit. Probably that. Could, that could happen. Yep. All Although, right. you know, I've noticed it's actually really hard to set food on fire in the oven. Well, like, 451 I've, I've left, I've left is a pizza the in there for, you know, a day. And yeah. you take it out, and it's just like carbon. Like, it's been turned into pure carbon. If Fahrenheit 451 is for books, what is the pizza flashpoint? I feel like you gotta get it up high enough before it totally, all the fat dries out, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you want that cheese to mm -hmm. ignite before mm -hmm. it carbonifies. Yeah. Because I'm probably cooking it at, what, like 325, 350 usually? Some, Some pizzas are 400. Right, but, yeah. You know, I bet if you tranked it up to, like, 425, uh -huh. I, bet you could could, I bet you could get fire? some flame. Yeah. I should probably try try them, right? I don't understand how it would have gone bad by like being just, cooked and then so. sitting in the oven. I don't think it's gonna be good. You as a not fan of baked I'm potato, that's not shot. like gonna do it for you. No, I just wanna see. I'm not, I don't think it will, I'm just curious. 
Yeah. They're probably gonna be a weird temperature because they've been in a 350 degree oven for like a minute. They're actually just not at all that different from a baked potato. It's like exactly normal. Potatoes are resilient food. Except for that time when they caused a famine. One of them I think didn't even bake all the way through. Uh, can you set a timer for 10 minutes? Yeah. Set a 10 minute timer. We should try again. I should make a baked potato. Are you? I went like on a baked potato craze for a little bit. I remember that. Oh, here's Rude. You again. So at the top of the rocket, Rude of the Turks is waiting for us. Mm -hmm. We will eliminate everyone who gets in Shinra's way. Oh, I should have tried to go back down and save. God. These summons do seem to be doing... A uh, magic barrier. The damage. Big <coughs> flare. Pilgrim. I like Neo Bahamut a lot. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I love his dynamite move. It's fucking dynamite. I can't believe he's been keeping this dynamite in his pocket this whole time. He's probably got a, you know, a stash so he refills it every time he... Sounds he never leaves the house without dynamite. It sounds extremely dangerous. With dangerous passions. No shit. <laughs> they got us. <laughs> we beat up Rude, and we walk into the rocket. And this guy's like, you're not Rude. Why are you here? Rude of the Turks should have been here. Too bad. Those guys are over there. Oh man, the Turks. Being done in like that. But I won't let you through. I, I This guy should really be like, don't kill me. I don't have any reason to kill her. Just, just go. Take the rocket. How has Cloud not learned a third limit break? I really have no idea. How many limit breaks are there? I feel like there's a lot. I mean, we haven't been getting them. So we make it like into the cockpit where the flight crew is setting everything up and Sid is gonna come in and take charge. Mm -hmm. Hey, what the hell are you guys doing? Listen to me, Captain. We're gonna launch this rocket. Huh? What are you talking about? We're gonna load a materia bomb in this and blow up the media? Oh, we're gonna load a materia bomb in this and blow up the media. Our rocket's gonna save the planet. Oh, shit. How's the rocket? Pretty much okay. Pretty much? But we plan to run it in a meteor on autopilot, but the most important device is broken. What, the, uh, the autopilot? Yeah, yes. <laughs> broken? How's the repair going? Shira's doing it! Oh! It's time for redemption. That's where she was. She wasn't at home because she was too busy redeeming mm -hmm. herself. Oh, great, what a bunch of wizards you guys are. <laughs> She's gonna take a hundred fucking years. I'll take over, so don't worry about the autopilot. I'm gonna sacrifice myself in the most awesome way by achieving my dreams! Hey, go ahead, go tell everyone. <laughs> it's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Alright, Captain, good luck. Hey, what are you doing? There are generations of knowledge and wisdom inside the materia. We're gonna borrow their powers and save the planet from Sephiroth. There's no way that we can lose that the huge material. You understand that, right? So yeah, now Cloud is suddenly, after his live stream experience, gonna be like, whoa, 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 man. Maybe this isn't the right way to save the planet. He doesn't really have a solid other plan. No. Because this is the only plan on the table. Yeah, they're gonna force a conflict here about whether or not you should blow up the huge material. Like, is the huge material like a natural resource that shouldn't be destroyed? Well, and I shot think into he's space? going like, like, well, that's like the knowledge of the ancients, and you can never get that back. 
like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know like, but I in don't my mind, there's that. like so much at stake and so yeah. much material is being destroyed as it is. Like, yes. you really got to collateral damage. Baby. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. We're going to borrow their power <laughs> temporarily uh-huh. and use absolute power for good. Yeah, I mean, we were friends with Eris, remember? So you can trust us. She was the last ancient. Yeah. I mean, she did die on our watch, but... Yeah, I understand. (laughs) I understand that materia is precious, and I also understand what you're thinking, you know. But listen, I don't give a rat's ass whether it's science or magical power. (laughs) No. It gets if I had to choose, I'd rather put my money on the power of science. God, Sid, be, can I be you? I mean, Sid's really speaking to me here. Yeah, but I also like that he's going like, I put my money on the power of magic science. We're going to use the magic rock to blow up the media. <laughs> science and magic together. Uh, the best of both worlds. Like, I want to be in this world and be Sid. I want to be Sid's apprentice. I want to live with Sid. I want to live like Sid. (laughs) You want to, like, lick the shit off of his boots. You want to have him yell at you about the tea every morning. I don't want to be Shira. I feel like being Sid's apprentice means just being abused constantly. Yeah, but then there's, like, a lot. But, like, I. But then you like space. But space, dude. And he's, like, a genius and awesome, though. There's your timer. I just love Sid so much. He's just a man after my own heart. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you are always walking around just talking down to everybody, being a jerk to your employees. I try not to do... Yeah, well, I I don't... You know what? What it is is it's the speech that he's about to give just... I believe in it No, I know, I know what you mean. I'm just, <laughs> just like trying to make <laughs> no, it as literal a comparison as I can. Humans who used to only roam around on the ground are able to fly now. It's fucking awesome. He's right. And finally, we're about to go into fucking outer space. Science is a power, quote unquote, created and developed by humans. And science, it just might be what saves this planet. Dude. Did you know that this was coming? Not exactly. This is a point that just, like, hit me so hard. I love this idea that, because I so believe in this, that science is the superpower of humans. Mm -hmm. And that it's, like, that's what gives us all the magic powers of the future. In general, yeah, and yeah, that's totally right. But it's... Well, we'll get to what's still important about mysticism. that's, That's coming next. This speech is, like, you know, it's... It's everything I believe. I was able to earn my living thanks to science. So to me, there's nothing greater. Now quit your worrying about what Shinra's gonna do. And start worrying about what Shira's gonna do. <laughs> I don't have to regret not having done something later. I mean, Shira really better not blow this for him this time. Because I, I feel like this time, he's not shutting it down. If she's in the way of the engines and she's like, just wait one more second, and the window's closing, he's gonna be like, no. Alright, time to get to work. Anyone who ain't involved, get the hell out of here. What the hell? What the hell happened? Hey, hey. Palmer, what the hell did you do? 
Palmer comes in over the radio, who I guess survived his truck hit. Yeah, the last. I mean, I th- I think we saw him in like a conference room at one point. Yeah, but he that, didn't but say he, anything. The last time we really saw him, he got killed by a truck. Right, a comedy truck. <laughs> a comedy truck. <laughs> now here he is, and he's like, "Hey, hey, here's the blast off." Mm-hmm. They said they finished reading the autopilot, so I launched it. Oh fuck! I knew it. Goddamn Shira. Why'd she pick today to get fast? Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Damn, won't even budge. It's completely locked up. Hey, hey, hey. It's almost lift off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that guy. So Sid's all excited, ready to launch into space, but now it's just like happening around him, and he's like, wait, stop, hang on, there's people around me. They aren't supposed to be here. Yeah, we're all kind of locked into this suicide mission now. <laughs> what the... No countdown. It just don't seem the same without it. Hey, 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 blast off. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that? laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Zero, <laughs> This is the funniest way this could have gone. Sid, just like, we were all like, hey, don't sacrifice yourself. And he's like, I'm going to. And then it's like, Shira did it. We're launching now. And then we're all on the rocket and it shoots. Dude, the blast from the rocket just eviscerated a house in I the know, town. I know, I know. We were wondering, like, how does this rocket take off with this town here? And I guess they just must do heavy rebuilding every time they launch it, because it's like a nuclear shockwave. That's like, hitting, the, like hitting fully the destroying <laughs> the barn. Oh, my God. But it's looking sideways. Holy shit. Oh, yes. Dude, we're going into outer space. Thank fucking God. Liftoff. Chekhov's rocket has now gone and off. Finally launched. I finally made it. Out of space. <laughs> Let's see. How's the course set? Uh, we got the gimbals over here. We got a pitch yard roll. Yep, it's headed for a collision with the media. Can't we do something? We can't just leave it. Well, we're gonna sacrifice ourselves. That's, we're all about to die. And forget the Sephiroth situation, because this is more pressing. <laughs> that damn Palma went out of his way to lock the autopilot device. We might not be able to change the course. This is the end? <laughs> huh? What the hell are you saying? You're still young, and you give up that easily. I'm not gonna crash into Meteor. Just watch. This is so cool. I keep an escape pod on this rocket just for emergencies like this. Just for emergencies like this. (laughs) Just like this. Ones where your autopilot is locked on a meteor and you're hauling a fucking load of material. Just like this, a rocket that's never been to space, too. (laughs) Exactly. So are we going to load the material onto the escape rocket and get jet the fuck out of here? Or maybe we'll just get on the escape pod and leave. And then the rocket rocket will crash. But with the material on it? Yeah. And then, okay, alright. I deciphered the lock code on the escape pod. We'll bail right before we crash into Meteor. I mean, we could bail now if the autopilot's locked. Hey, wait a second. What's gonna happen to the huge materia? (laughs) Fuck the huge materia. Let's get out of here with our lives. Materia, do whatever you want. The materia should be there after you climb that ladder. You sure? Uh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I know what I said a minute ago. 
but maybe all I really wanted was just to go into outer space. God, <laughs> Sid, I love you. I can't believe there's a character who all he gives a fuck about is seeing the world from space. So, why don't you all do whatever you think is right? I think the right thing is to take the materia for ourselves. Uh, but what about the meteor? Yeah, we're like riding the nuclear bomb that's gonna blow up the meteor, and our plan is to like take the nuclear core with us and have it just be like a dud yeah. that lands in the meteor. The thing is, is, there's so much uncertainty in this situation, it's kind of like Sid even lands on like, maybe just do whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what will work. Because we're go like, Cloud, I guess, is thinking like, hey, every great material we can get that's going to help us beat Sephiroth, and once Sephiroth is beat, like, Holy is going to crack into action and save us from Meteor anyway. It's just like, so we're already... just take the treasure for ourselves? I say put all of our wood behind this arrow. Were this a real-life situation, <laughs> I totally agree with you. But anyway, we're going to try to get this material. We're going to try to get this huge material. But Is Rocket still going to hit Meteor and yeah. knock it off course or something? Well... I am at, well, I don't know. Wait, I imagine does huge that... materia need to? Hey, Cloud, if you're going to get the materia, it's this way. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> I finally found the huge materia. Kind of a weird thing for Cloud to say, as we have found multiple huge materials. Yeah, well, this one is like in a crazy room on the rocket. I guess we're up near the tip, and there's mm -hmm. like a million pipes. Like, the floor is made of pipes. All pipes feeding into it's the huge a, material. It's got a very cyberpunk, like, reactor core feeling to it. Yeah, you know? and in the middle is like a glass case with the materia in it. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna have to, like, Put in the code. Yeah, this is, I think, like a detonation device, so we've got to, like, puzzle out a this code. This pisses me off more than almost <laughs> anything else in this game. Oh, man, it doesn't even rise to the level of annoyance for me anymore. <laughs> well, that's true, but I meant, let's talk about the main parts of the game. Yes, for me, mm -hmm. I was so frustrated by this. Well, because it's a it's a chest that they are gonna force you to miss because we're not gonna because it's gonna be that's, hard to figure out. That's what it is. <laughs> it's structured so the lock can be opened if we enter the passcode from this control panel. Of course, how else would it work? Try and operate the control panel. Enter the passcode. Hey, Cloud, you know how to use it, right? Every time it says enter passcode, push one of those buttons. Okay. If you punch in the right code, it'll unlock. You get the huge materia. What order am I supposed to enter the passcode in? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God Just damn it. try and punch in the code randomly. Sid, this is your code. What do you, you don't know it? What are you talking about? Well, it's like he kind of, you, you know how when you change your password all the time and you're trying to log into a place that you haven't in a while and you're going like, around 2005, I was using right. this password. Like, Try it with an exclamation point. Try it yeah, with a, exactly. Yeah. I remember I did a few permutations of this. I think I added one two eight seven. I think that was the or, number. Or could it have been one two nine seven? It used to it go was... nine eight nine, and then it was one hundred. Oh God. Yeah, you capitalized some random letter in the middle of it. Enter passcode run. Enter passcode two. Enter passcode three. Enter passcode four. It was wrong. The. Protection system will activate in three minutes.
So what you're trying to guess is like a four-digit pin number that's a, some combination of the circle, X, square, and triangle buttons. Right. So there, however per- many permutations of those four numbers or buttons right. and as is a possibility. As you enter it wrong, Sid will kind of like give you hints. Right. Well, also what opens up the number of combinations is that sometimes there can be two buttons that are the same thing. Yeah, and this is like one of those logic puzzles where Sid will go like, oh, I remember that so- that at some point there's two triangles, or and, there's uh, never uh, an X next to an O, Yeah, like that kind of shit. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> Seems like you missed the code. No shit. If we don't enter the correct password before the protection system activates, we won't be able to get the materia back. Why did you make it like this? <laughs> So now a three-minute timer starts counting down. Yeah, the reason they made it like this is this is like a secret for this. You know, if you get all these huge materia, you get like some some other material. Some other you don't special need. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sid, Sid, I heard there's a passcode only the top people in Shinra know. What? We probably have to enter that and try. It. Wait, well, hold let's on. Let's talk pause. to Kate. Pause. Hold on. I can't pause. I mean, they should have made this a ten-minute timer. Just keep entering it. Maybe he'll call Kate. Sith. right. Did you use triangle? Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure you didn't. I did. We're just gonna keep using triangle four times, like it's like one 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 one. Was the last? Good God, Sid. Yeah, he's like literally saying, "Was it a triangle? No, wait, I think it was an X." Yeah, like, the, he doesn't the clue even... we just got is the last digit is either X or triangle. So you've got to be trying things fast enough to eliminate what. <laughs> I think this might be barely doable in the three minutes they give you. I can't remember. Give me some more time. You got two minutes, Sid. Okay, you only <laughs> push the circle button once. Okay, so maybe it's triangle, triangle, circle, X. Second digit was not an X. Triangle square circle X. Did you use triangle? I did! Well, which is it, Sid? What the fuck? Hold on, it's a logic puzzle. There's a key okay, you have to push one twice. key you have to push twice. It's not circle. It's not circle. And the last one is a triangle? Or an X. Second digit is not a triangle. Circle triangle XX. Circle triangle. No, it said triangle was not the second one. Oh, uh, okay. Triangle circle XX. This better be it. <clears throat> Fuck you. Uh, X circle triangle triangle. Oh, yeah! what? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I thought we know. I got it. I got it, damn it. Fuck. That's okay. I'm convinced that there wasn't enough information to actually fully solve that puzzle. I'm pretty sure there was. I I mean, people I, should I write think, in... I don't think it's like a guaranteed solve, but I think they give you enough to do it if you're fast enough I think enough they on start that. pushing you in certain directions, but there's not like, here are all of the logic pieces to solve it. But I think you could solve it, is what I'm saying. Like If, if you, you got, followed... also got lucky. If you started following their instructions I, and got lucky, I really don't, I don't know. think they Watching give you that, that much again, information. I think, I think they give you enough. I think we just weren't doing it. Well, if we, somebody's it, really good at this, you can tell me that I'm just being I mean, an idiot. I don't know. I don't think you're being an idiot. Or, I think it's well, really I, hard. I want somebody to tell me, like, is it possible? Because what I'm saying is they to don't fully solve it, not just like like it narrows it. Yeah, down. I think it is because here's why: if you're tracking all of them fast enough and you're entering codes fast enough, you'll mm. get through the permutations that don't work that could still be viable under the system they give you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see. What like you're that's saying. why I think I don't think it's fair, but I think it's possible. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> That's what Where you, you have enough time to it, try all the possible you were, if permutations. If you remembered everyone you tried and you were like on it from the beginning, 
and you were paying attention, you could could get them. What a bunch (laughs) of bullshit. Let me open the chest. We failed a bullshit puzzle. Well, I mean, Jesus. That was hard. He wasn't giving enough good... We gotta let it go. No, I feel like I started to understand the types of clues he was giving too late. Alright, I'm looking at the guide. This is what it says about the huge materia on the rocket. The huge materia is locked into the rocket's core. You can decipher the lock, but the team has only three minutes to do so. Listen to Sid's clues, and you can figure it out. When you succeed, you can take the huge materia with you. If not, it remains locked with the ship's belly. No chance of getting it back. Fucking what? Like, it doesn't even they tell, don't you, what tell the, you They don't tell you what the combination is? Oh, maybe is? the combination is not the same every time? What? That okay, would be wait. nutty. Tip, if you give up or don't want to risk losing the materia, the combination's lock is circle square XX. I swear to God, we were almost there. We were almost there. (laughs) I felt like I was close. I felt like I was... I I felt like we were honing in on it too, but it was still like there wasn't enough information. Fucking Sid, god damn. He was like, somebody high up in Shinra knows the code. Look up what you get from the huge material. I don't have my phone, it's charging. Oh, Shira, is she still on the fucking boat? I mean, rocket? Yeah, Shira's here in space with us. Yeah, and we were running down the hallway where last time she was checking that oxygen tank over and over. And I guess right as we walked past the oxygen tank, the thing exploded. Yeah, and Sid is trapped under like a huge piece of metal. Gerg. Damn, my leg's stuck in the debris. That's the oxygen tank. Sid. Oh, the famed oxygen tank. Damn. Can't lift it. Don't worry about me. Hurry up and go. If you don't hurry, the rocket's gonna crash into media. You have three minutes to unlock Sid. (laughs) Keep him in your party if you want. Thank God that's not the case. I can't go without my friends. Well, this is how Sid wants to die. You fuck! (laughs) No time to worry about other people. I'm gonna do whatever I can. You're stupid. You're really fucking (laughs) stupid. (laughs) <laughs> tank number eight blew up so tank number eight really was malfunctioning i should have given shira the time of day wasn't it like five years ago that she was fixing that oxygen tank like mm-hmm. she never actually finished the job on i guess it? after that incident where they had to cancel the launch they just in the space Stopped program fell work. by the wayside she was like well whatever all right shira you were right god this is so tragic this is the end for me. Don't say that, Sid. Shira's here. Shira? I tagged along. I'm coming to help you. <laughs> you stupid, stupid cunt bitch you motherfucker. You stupid cocksuckers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they're all like talking on and just kind of like sheepishly like, Sorry. The escape pod is this way. Please hurry. It only fits three though. I'll stay. Hurry, I'm gonna detach the escape pod. Hey, Shira, does this pod really fly? You designed it. It'll be okay, I've been checking it till now. And you know how well I did with that oxygen tank. I'm relieved. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. I've redeemed. Shira okayed the escape pod, so Sid says thumbs up. Everyone's fine. I trust you now, Shira. Let's let's get in. Mm -hmm. That story of redemption was a little weak. Oh, shit. Dude, we're... Oh my god. 
I love this little cinematic as like the escape pod pops off and starts, you know, firing its retro rockets heading back down to Earth. Mm -hmm. And the main rocket like continues on towards Meteor and like Mm -hmm. crashes into it. Space. It's got segments that are separating. So this is outer space. Oh my God. Man, it's the real thing. Yeah, it is. I'm really here in outer space. Yes. <laughs> so long, Shinra number 26. I mean, this is pretty much what I'm gonna do. It's like a suborbital trip. Go up, come right back down. So the rocket crashes into Meteor. Yeah, and when you see the size of Meteor versus mm-hmm. the rocket, it like seems obvious to me this won't work. Yeah, you know, like it even looks, with the nuclear bomb yeah, on it, it looks futile. Maybe we weren't supposed to be able to get the huge material. I think we could have. You see, like you know, people running around in Midgar as like the sky explodes. Shit. <laughs> And then you see Bugenhagen like watching the live feed in his planetarium. <laughs> and he, he's like standing in front of the earth, like the earth is the size of a basketball in front of him, and just like a giant light explodes in his face, and he's like, ah. Yeah, he shields his eyes. He's like, wah. Oh man, that was amazing. <laughs> That's so great. His planetarium is like real time. That's awesome. Oh shit, Midgard. I think it worked. Um, whoa. No, I bet it wasn't enough. That's what I was assuming was if you get the big materia, it like doesn't matter because the big materia wasn't going to be enough anyway. So now the meteor just like looks more menacing. Yeah, we like cracked its outer shell off, but then it like reached out lightning arms to grab the pieces. Right. So now it's like a fiery ball of destruction. With pieces floating, like it's just going to cause more destruction. I mean, do you think like by hitting the meteor with the rocket, like the life stream of the meteor came together <laughs> yeah, to like, like heal the we, wound on the... <laughs> we must release weapons. Exactly. So now it's just coming at us, but in pieces, like I thought it might. No, it's missing us. Is it? It's sailing past, maybe, maybe not. No. No. This is a real-time planetarium. Oh god, and everybody falls to the- No, why, you fools! Shinra's big plan didn't work. Yeah, there's people in the streets, like, punching the ground, (laughs) going like, no! (laughs) Rufus and the others' plan was a failure. What a bust. But I kinda hoped it'd work. Well, of course you did. Makes you worry, don't it? Don't worry. Think. Hey, the girl's right. You start worrying and there's no stopping it. Things just start falling apart and get worse and worse. I've been thinking, too, about the universe, planet, ocean. Really, Cloud? How wide and big. (laughs) Where I go and what I do. It won't change a thing. That's not true. Maybe you're right. But I came up with something different. Fuck yes. (laughs) Fuck yes. I always thought this planet was so huge. But looking at it from space, I realized it's so small. We're just floating in the dark. Kinda makes you feel powerless. On top of that, it's got Sephiroth festering inside it like a sickness. Oh yeah, remember him? Yeah, we like have mercifully not been discussing Sephiroth for a good amount of time. That's why I say this planet's still a kid. This planet's just a little tank. A little sick kid, sick and trembling in the middle of this huge universe, needs protection. 
Someone's gotta protect it. You follow me? That someone is us. The Beatles. Said <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. It. It is though. Yo, Sid, you even got to me. Do you know what? How are we gonna protect the planet from meteor? <laughs> He's like looking around like, uh, uh, um, hmm, um, science? Yeah, they're like, well, the bomb didn't work, but maybe we can go talk to the magic guy. Oh, did you hear something? The planet scream, or meteor. Is it, is it this planet? Wh which planet is it? What, 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 something screaming. Is it a whale? Hey, how do we know that this is really the planet scream? Luganhagen told us. us. Let's go see Grandfather to Cosmo Canyon. I'm sure he'll be able to tell us something that will be helpful. We gotta be getting close to the end of disc two, right? I have no fucking idea, man. Dude. <laughs> like, I feel like the amount of stuff that's happened today is like... Maybe it's just me, but has this ship been remodeled without me knowing it? All these switches and levers, they're kind of getting to me. The machines in Cosmo Canyon <laughs> were, pres were presents of Dr. Gatz. <laughs> Dr. Gatz! Wrapped up in the planet's strange notions surrounded by Shinra-made machines. Science and the planet lived side by side <laughs> in that old man's heart. <laughs> so Vincent comes in with, like, the philosophical underpinning here, mm -hmm. which is, like, we gotta go see Bugenhagen, who's both a scientist and, like, not a jerk like the Shinra scientist. Right. He's, like, got... And... <laughs> He's got the holistic going yes, on. Yes, the holistic <laughs> is happening over at Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> Hurry! We must get to Cosmo Canyon! Is this ship remodeled without him knowing it? Chocobo. God, we gotta breed chocobos, dude. Tomorrow's our last day. I know. But I mean, since I don't have to work on Friday, we can always just head back to your place and keep playing there. That's true. We can plug it right back in. Yeah. Play into the night. And play into the night because I don't work till I just I you just want to go until yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to go to sleep in my own bed before dude, I dude I totally that's it. appreciate that. that's it you but should. I can still yeah. play on Friday that's a good point right all right well even so I'm just like I just want to play the whole game I know me too <laughs> <laughs> oh it's Yuffie how would you even know you don't know how tough it is getting sick on boats and rides so please just leave me the fuck alone with this much space your bet spent is to move around while you're riding. It also might be a good idea to stretch sometimes, too. Wow, the new cloud is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got tips on, like, seasickness. Yeah, all this time, Yuffie's been suffering over here. No <laughs> one has offered her anything. And now that Cloud's a good guy. He's like, what you should do is you should exercise while you're in motion. And also, like, look into the middle distance or whatever the that's fuck. That's good advice. You know, the yeah. moving around on the moving thing, I think, doesn't... I don't... I think that's the opposite, but... There's one thing you mustn't do when riding, and that is... Breed. Once you get sick, there's nothing anyone can do. I know it's tough. Man, the cloud relates. Hey, he's up to level 10. Oh, shit. It's time to save. So we save and get our asses to Cosmo Canyon. Mm-hmm. Boogan, Hagen. Boogan, Hagen. I've got questions. Ho, ho, ho. If you ever are in need of my wisdom, oh, you are yes. always welcome here. Yeah, that's why we came. 
What to do? Huh. Have you lost your way? When that happens, we each have to take a good look at ourselves. There's oh, always something in the deepest reaches of our hearts. And TM can help way you find it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but man, isn't that exactly what Cloud just did? Like, he looked deep in the mirror. Yeah, I think he's about to, like, he's going to remind Cloud, like, hey... Eris was not doing that for no reason. <laughs> right. Like, there's got to be something to what she was doing in the City of the Ancients. <laughs> something buried, or something forgotten. Remember it. Whatever that is, must certainly be what you are all looking for. I feel like he got lucky with this advice. Like, we came in here, he wasn't prepared, and he just pulled out a script that he you could apply to a lot of this things. This is some tarot reading level shit. Yeah, of but like, it, of like, you are missing something. Whatever it is that you're missing uh, is what you're looking for. Much, wow. like tarot, much like tarot reading, it works. <laughs> it must be there. Look harder. Meditate deeper. Do you have a mantra? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what it is. Only you should know the mantra. <laughs> this ain't no good with just us, Cloud. We gotta get some others in here. Calm the fuck up. I totally I love that because there's moments where everyone just shows up when they need to be there, but then there's also ones where it's like, oh, give them a call. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize we got mini corn dogs. That's great. Yeah. Do you see it? What is it that you are searching for? <laughs> no, nope, nope. not a thing. Nah, can't come up with a thing. <laughs> we're all in here trying we're to all, do TM. <laughs> we're, all like, we're all like, me either. I don't, know, I don't get any of this. <laughs> I remember Eris a lot. No, not, <laughs> no, that. not that, no. You haven't remembered. You haven't forgotten. That's not it. How would you say it? Eris was right there all along, by, right by your side, our side. She was so close, we couldn't see her. What Eris did, the word she left behind. That reminds me, I was the same. What? As was I. Me too. The same as what? I don't really know what they're talking about. I'll just say the gist of what they're talking about is we forgot that Eris was trying to do something, but they're yeah. talking about it in this way where they're like, I was the same, remembering. Not forgotten. Remembered <laughs> not, always, not but not. Not remembered, but not oh, forgotten. Oh, me too. I get it. Like <laughs> She said she was the only one who could stop Sephiroth's meteor. But Eris is gone. Is it impossible for us to carry on what Eris tried to accomplish? We ain't no ancients, if that's what you mean. What? Did that go, go off to that place? He doesn't know about Eris. <laughs> that's it. What's it? We don't know. We don't know about. Oh, oh! He's what trying to Ares... understand. It's like it's the nothingness that you must know. Yeah. What did Eris know? Why did she face Sephiroth without running away? Oh, see, see, she returned there once again. Correct. Hmm. Perhaps I'll have you take me there. You're going to. What's so surprising about that? Even I want to get out from time to time and see the outside world. I wonder what did it. I haven't felt this in ages. Did they all take something together? It's like they <laughs> they become incoherent and then decide that they've got to set out on like a road trip suddenly. You know what I mean? It must be the planet. The planet is calling to you. Yeah, who boy? The planet's calling, right? 
Bugenhagen is like, I feel the mysticism calling to me. I will leave my planetarium and traverse the world again. Yeah, and Sid is like, uh, I can't listen to this. He's except like, yeah, the, thing the planet's is, calling. The, Fuck the, the, God. that he's totally right. I know. Like, all of this is true in like, the game. And the, it, yeah, Sid's <laughs> attitude as he leaves is like, and it's probably going to fucking work, yeah, too. Yeah, he's like, Unlike world. my rocket, yeah. which did nothing. <laughs> yeah, after science utterly failed us, he's like, God damn. <laughs> We're gonna go do some woo-woo shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just fucked off. Ho, ho, ho. Then let's go. Oh yeah, Bugenhagen, I have one more thing I wanted to ask you. We're carrying around huge materia. This is pretty delicate stuff, and we would like to keep it in a safe place. Ho, 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 then we'll put it upstairs. <laughs> now, shall we be on our way? I'll teach you how to work the machine. Watch carefully now. You pull this here. So Bugenhagen takes us into his magical planetarium, mm -hmm. which is going to be our storage locker. Yeah, he's going to let us just float the materia in here as though they're part of the solar system or something. Ho, ho, ho. Is this what you call huge materia? I wish he was in this a This is really suit. rare materia indeed. Materia this rare is certain to have special consciousness enclosed in it. Can you imagine actual David Lynch in an actual like Santa suit sitting there like, what do you no, want, boy? Amazing. No beard either, just the hat. <laughs> just the hat. <laughs> huge materia. It's glowing strangely. Get closer. It's the same color as magic materia. It's the green one. Huge materia. <laughs> the huge materia made a jump of blood. This color is the same color as magic materia. Huge materia. Get closer. This color is the same color as command materia. Huge materia. Oh ho ho. Good. Now let's leave. Yeah, we've only got two huge materia because one of them is in space and the other one is at the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that. Yeah, but we float two of them in here and you can look at them and Cloud will make observations like this materia is the same color as other materia. Do you remember how to use the machine below? You ever want to see materia, come here anytime. Apparently if we had gotten that last one, when we touched it, we would get the Bahamut thing or whatever. Bahamut Zero, I told you we couldn't oh, get Oh, right, Bahamut Zero, yeah. yeah. We're back on the airship with Bugenhagen. He's like, you know, got that wonderful point of view of he just loves everything. And he hasn't seen this place before. Yeah. Smells like machinery. I love this smell. Of course, I also love the smell of <laughs> nature, too. That's such a David Lynch. <laughs> Is the deck up there? That's a nice deck. <laughs> And I'll be on the Is deck just cedar? passing time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who constructed this deck? Well, I want you to tell them the next time you see them that I think their work is very good. I'll just be on that deck passing the time. I can feel the workings of the planet in the smell of the wind. <laughs> I also feel the greatness of man's wisdom and the knowledge 
in the smell of machinery. Well, bye for now. <laughs> level 11 now. I level it up all the time. Do you think he maxes out at 99? That would be awesome. I bet he does. We gotta get our pilot to level 99 before we finish this game. And that's episode 30. Yeah, a lot of great stuff in that episode. Yeah, I mean... They don't translate it well, but I think they do really hit nicely on like a philosophical crux of the Final Fantasy series in a way that's a little bit more nuanced than the other games we played. They do, like, you know, going back to Magitech, mm -hmm. they love the idea of, is it magic, is it science? Right. It's both. Yeah. Love it all. Yeah, exactly. Get on where, board. Where is the separation, really? And then the danger comes in when, like, you know, you start using magic you don't understand scientifically mm -hmm, yet, and you unleash mm -hmm. Kefka and all of the evils of the world. <laughs> you open Pandora's box. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I love that episode. So Bugenhagen's now just on the ship. He's, like, mm -hmm. floating around. Yeah, we're going to go on a little mini-adventure to the City of the Ancients. Well, I think before that is the City of Wutai. Oh, are we going to stop up in Wutai first? I think next week, it, I think the next two weeks we're in Wutai. Okay. And that, I think that ends the night, great, too. Because Wutai has got to be, well, first of all, I think Yuffie is my favorite character uh -huh. after rewatching this. Uh -huh. And Wutai is like this delight, it feels like a DLC. Yeah, like it a little, does. Like a it chunk totally of the does. world that like didn't need to be there, but is yeah. like fun to go through. So, yeah, I think we go... Basically do all of Wutai and then go to bed, and then it's the final day. Mm -hmm. So you got that coming up as we head into the the final third of this season. Is Yeah, I guess that's that's basically where we're at. Well, there's going to be like 47 episodes. This is 30. You guys do the math. I'll call it. It'll break so up anyway, into we're getting towards 15th. the end of yeah, the, no, yeah. no, 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 we're good. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're two-thirds of the way through. What else to say, really? Thank you for coming along on this journey with yeah, us, yeah. audience. Oh, are you ready to enter the live stream? Mm -mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan needs a minute. Yeah, let's click our heels three times, mainline some CBD, and do breathing exercises until we pass out into the live stream. All right, let's get that CBD injection going. All right, let's do it. Boy, do I feel high. <laughs> the cure-all of CBD has more than cured what ails me today. That's how I feel. <laughs> and I also feel that there's a message coming this way. Oh, here it is. The message reads, Hey friends, Johnny, Vanessa, Jim, and Matthew here from Square Roots, another classic RPG podcast where we play an old game one chunker at a time. Sometimes well, sometimes poorly. And we have a question for the NoCat crew. Is Sin a Whale? So this is a message from the Square Roots podcast, mm -hmm. which I recommend everybody go listen to. They, like, take on long games and play them over, like, like they'll do, like, a seven-part series on Ocarina mm -hmm. where they, mm -hmm. like, go through it beat by beat, kind of like what we do, but a after the play sessions and stuff like that. And they're really funny, really likable people, so yeah, go listen to Square Roots. Out. As far as is Sin a Whale... Are they now, talking about Final Fantasy X? I believe so. 
I played 10 when it first came out as a kid, and I got up to Sin, which I have an image in my head of a whale-like creature. I beat that game a long time ago, and I vaguely remember a big sort of whale thing. I definitely remember something on the water, but I don't think I ever beat him as a kid, and when I played some of the remaster, I definitely didn't get that far, yeah. so... But to answer the question, as we all know, Sin is actually the shame we can never wash off for the crime of being human. That's right. So... So it's, it's not, not a, whale. a whale. Well, it's a whale of a problem. It is. <laughs> so that's our current answer about sin. We may have more to say about that subject when we play FF10 mm-hmm. years from now. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Johnny, Vanessa, Jim, and Matthew at the Square Roots Podcast for that message. Absolutely. With that, let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, but first, consult your physician. CBD is not a cure-all, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and we're back. If you're interested in a live stream message, they're just $25 a piece. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T with the subject line live stream. We do payments through PayPal, so just send us an email and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. The message can be anything you want it to be. And with that, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to put a rating or a review. Mm-hmm. Buy our t-shirts and mugs. We've got them, and they're nice. Go to yeah. Etsy.com, search No One Can Know About This, or search No Cap Podcast. You should find us. Check us out on Twitch. We're at twitch.tv. Oh, yeah, we started no live podcast. streaming sometimes. Yeah, uh, which you will have heard about because we're going to add in to earlier episodes saying that we're but, doing uh, that. If you want to know when we're doing that, I think following us on social media is probably the best way to get a heads up right. for when we'll go live. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at NoCat Podcast. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. N-O-C-K-A-T. Yeah, and, and we'd love to have you guys join us while we play some games that are not Final Fantasy, maybe. Right. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. It really means a lot to us that you guys keep wanting us to continue to make this show. Yeah, and at this point, some of you have been with us for a long time. Yeah, uh, we really appreciate that. Yes. You can get a free t-shirt at the $10 level. You can get the video version at the $5 level. And you can get all the bonus episodes and episodes earlier in the week on Mondays instead of Thursdays at the $1 level. Mm-hmm. So go on over to Patreon dot com slash no cat and check us out and with that let's uh have a little no one can know about this dessert it could really go for something cold yeah like that fresh ice cream from that place that makes the deep dish pizzas around here mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. they ha- like yeah, make their own get, ice cream let's get fresh that kind of creamy ice cream that almost has like a marshmallow consistency mm-hmm. to it it's and it's so, a cookies and cream flavor it's so kneaded up mm-hmm. it's like hand kneaded you know <laughs> let's get some of that hand kneaded italian ice cream where they yes. stick their hands in there like pizza dough and that's how they make it here here that comes <laughs> now oh shit this is still gonna be sloppy as fuck dude there's no way that this doesn't explode all over me i put hey, too like, much in it it's just so good. It's just so fucking good. The candy beef is a really tasty experience. Would you recommend the candy beef? I recommend the candy beef. If you're at the restaurant and they've got the candy beef on the bun with the provolone, order it.